Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? Today is Tuesday, right? Take extra care to follow the instructions or you'll be put to sleep. And don't forget Taco Tuesdays. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is the Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, broadcasting live from the team store here at Vivint Arena. Uh, Austin Horton, his vacation continues on, so Eric Jensen uh, reporting up or uh, producing today upstairs at our, uh, you know, Carrier Zone Studios. And sitting next to me, looking good, rested, rejuvenated, Gordon Monson. What's up, Gordon? Who the heck goes on vacation in the middle of free agency, in the middle of a draft, in the middle of all this stuff going on? Who would even dare going on a vacation? What's Austin doing? How dare he? You know, I, I got to tell you, Gordon, in the, you know, kind of uh, 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 flexibility of the summer, let's say, <laughs> you, you did pick the one week that had, like, everything happening but you you know what actually honestly it was somewhat of a blessing because we had something to talk about you know we had we had had plenty to crunch through pac-12 media day was it was great to be back there in person doing that the draft was was uh, interesting i mean it was it was a very entertaining draft and you know free agency yesterday was uh was pretty nuts so so you really enjoyed waiting around for the 40th pick of the draft huh and and then hanging around after that uh, uh, until about the time when they could start talking about it. Yeah, we, it, it made for a long day. It was kind of funny, though, you know. You, you, you went on the air what time? That two day? O'clock. Yeah, 2 o'clock. And you were on until midnight? A little bit before, but yeah. <laughs> it, it, was, uh, it was quite, Is that a record it was quite for you? the day. Uh, no. 10 hours? Everybody no, deserves it can't be. It it can't be. Have you been on the air ten straight hours before? I have before. Ooh, all right. I'm sure at some and point. Pac-12 media day, like you said, was and, a long and day too. Not to mention that college uh, sports uh, just changed in the, <laughs> over the course of of the yeah. week that uh, <laughs> you were gone. Which, by the way, this is a memory. The last time conference expansion was kind of in the meat of it, you were on vacation too. When the it was announced that the Utes were going to the Pac-12, I was at the press conference. The press conference was not when the news broke, huh? Because you know who I was uh, randomly, you know who I was hosting a show with at the time. I this have was no idea when you and I hosted the show together the first time. Todd Christensen. Oh, really? Yeah. On that day when all the news broke and Utah was going to the Pac-12, and then uh, uh, the what's that guy's name? Chip Brown, the one who broke all the Texas yeah. news or whatever, uh-huh. got hacked. And I think I was here. I, I don't think I was on vacation. I vividly I, remember this I, I, show. I so I you can backpedal all you writing. want. But, uh, okay. That's why we planned in advance to have Todd Christensen. <laughs> <laughs> 
because you know the world the world famous todd christensen when we called him 10 minutes before the show and said hey news is breaking we need somebody to fill in for gordon he just said oh yeah i'll be right over yeah may todd rest in peace uh wonderful man by the way and and, uh, i part of the reason i remember it so vividly is because man i was doing a show with todd christensen are you kidding me i mean all pro uh, tight end absolute legend in the broadcasting world too Mm -hmm. i mean so that's that's kind of why that stands out but anyway it was a wild week but i i'm I'm glad you're back. When I here, here was my dilemma. All right, I got a place at the beach, and I originally planned it for uh, the week of July, earlier in July. But then I thought, wait a minute, what if the Jazz make it to the NBA Finals? I can't. I got to be here for that. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And so there happened to be a week later in July, and so we grabbed that. But all this was before. I don't know if it was before this was nailed <laughs> down, but it was, it was, it was before I thought it was not. <laughs> so anyway. Oh man, it's it's good to you know what it's good to have you back, and and we'll have a lot honestly to uh, to get into because I, I am curious as to uh, all of your yeah. thoughts. Lots um, going on like regarding you said. Uh, all of it, so it should make today a really fun show. And uh, today is uh, day numero uno of summer league, so that is why we were down. We are down here at the team store. The Jazz play two games today and tomorrow, and then play each other on Friday because it's they have two teams. Two out of the four. Two out of the four are are from the Jazz. So uh, good opportunity to come down and uh, and just man. Taking a night of basketball, that's that's a pretty sweet thing in the summer. Well, I know this community has always enjoyed it, you know, being able to be in a relaxed environment to uh, to get an up-close look at the future stars or at least maybe some bench players. You know who I want to watch play, honestly, and uh, is, uh, is Jarrell Brantley. I think that dude needs more time. Well, I mean, if you're talking about – well, sorry, go that ahead. That you and I have both made that known all the way up and down the ranks of the Jazz. Well, I just want to – I mean, he played so sparsely last year. I just want to – I want to see him out there. I want to see him play. I mean, you know, we can dive right into this, but the Jazz have been successful over the years about guys who play their way up the roster, and who's going to be that next candidate is always a running storyline. I, I would like to see more out of him to see if he could be that guy. Yeah, I would too. So that's – Because he's I, physical – yeah, physical specimen, and uh, and he made some shots. And I mean, he, he showed potential there. When we had him on, he talked all about defense, and I was sitting there listening to him and going, "If you mean what you say, then Quinn needs to hear this." Yeah. So I'm looking because forward. He, I'm sure he would welcome that with open arms. I'm looking forward to seeing him play. Doke, my guy, Doke. I I, I always want to see Doke out there uh, removing heads from bodies. Yeah, really. We'll see. I'm a little more skeptical on that one than you are, but you know. Well, I don't know if doesn't it doesn't make anybody right or wrong. Let's see. Oh, I've I I talked about this the other day, actually, Gordon. I like. I don't know if if Azubuki turns out or if he doesn't. We'll see. He's got obviously a lot of work to do because that's what you say when you when you talk about raw players, right? But I like the concept of him because he's uber athletic at that size makes him unique. So if he could really learn to hone in some basketball skill, like. I like that. Well, we'll see. I, I know you feel that way. Austin feels that way. I think he agrees with you on that, right? I'm I'm a little more skeptical, but uh, not certain and not making any declarative statements. I just uh, need to see a whole lot more out of him before I'm going to believe. Sure. 
So. Yeah, you, you know it, he got set back back by that injury last year. It's it's too bad, you know. But they didn't they they didn't play a ton of G League games anyway. So I mean, he's a guy, uh, another guy who could really benefit from just time playing, and uh, and being coached and figuring stuff out. Well, what does it do? It either it gives you experience or it exposes that you're really not that good. Well, I mean, you know, if we would have said that about Rudy when he first got to the team. I mean, you would. Right, it can go either you direction. You would have certainly missed out on a on a pretty fantastic player because he was super raw when he got here. He was, but, but he, he had he had some stuff. Well, he put he, he didn't at the beginning though, but he, he put did. he put in the he work. He still had the reach. He still had the size. Right, he all had the defensive <clears throat> hunger, all of the stuff that Azubuki also has. So uh, now yeah, does. Okay. <laughs> Size, defensive acumen, all that stuff he already has. All Go right. check out his college right. career. All right. But does he put in the effort that Rudy put in to develop those other skills to make him into a a superb basketball player? And, of course, Rudy being the, the standard is, is completely unfair. But remember, uh, Rudy was terrible against the pick and roll, if you want to talk about his defense he when he first weaknesses. got into the yeah, league. Yeah, there's no doubt know? about and it. But he also had, you could see that he had some extra special stuff. So I, I I don't know I got to see that out of out of as a as a book. Could could you see that <laughs> extra stuff, name. or are you thinking back and giving yourself more credit? Because I I'm not I'm not doubting you per se. I'm just saying that the 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 title of future All Star was not Rudy Gobert when he was drafted to this team. So maybe in your mind, I mean, it, I this, saw it a mile away. This this reeks of somebody oh. after after the game going. I saw it in his eye. I looked in his eye before the game, and I thought, no. this guy's going to do something I thought, special. I thought Rudy was going to be good before. I was ahead of the curve honk. on that one. Honk, were you? <laughs> Eric, where's the honk? Oh, were you Were you clamoring for Anna's Cantor and Derek Favors to both be benched in favor of this phenom <laughs> that was taking the world by storm? <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know if I took it that far, but I, I thought he had it chance to be a pretty good player okay. <laughs> but anyway as a <laughs> how do you say his name uh as a yeah. yeah i don't know is the, the emphasis supposed to be on one i don't know buddy you're out on your you're on your own on this one anyway summer league come come watch, <laughs> come watch. It should be a fun see night. what you think and drop by the team store uh, say hello to gordon uh, come get an autograph you bring the glossies, the headshots? No. No? No, didn't, no. Didn't go for that? But my sparkling personality remains. All right. We're we're uh, we're going to talk, of course, uh, NBA free agency. We will get to that. The Jazz make another signing today. Um, we'll have a bowler who is going to be here with us on the concourse at the top of the 3 o'clock hour. Very much looking forward to seeing Craig Bowler, Jack. Oh, our friend Mo DeKill will join us at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. Uh, he's, uh, we'll talk a little basketball with him. And then Nigel Burton of the Pac-12 Network will join us at 4.30. And then the 5 o'clock hour is kind of wide open, so we might get to what's going on. Well, if Gordon's rolling, we might just sit back and take it all in. Answer me one question. Did you take good care of the non-sports report while I was gone? Sure, yeah. In fact, maybe set an unfair standard to you. <laughs> That good, huh? Yeah, it was it was really terrific. Did stuff. you get positive feedback from uh, Roger? Nothing, but I mean, I'm still going through the. You emails. see, you see what I mean? That's what happens. And finally, I mean, this is the gist of most of them. Finally, some story selection that makes this uh, <laughs> segment intriguing. 
Well, you do get a, you do have a good nose <laughs> for this stuff. I got to admit. I, I don't know how much feedback I got about the non-sports. It's adorable. I did my I did my best. <laughs> okay, I, I did my best to uh, to prop up that particular segment. I'd say I struggled more with the market update because I just can't uh, approach that segment with the the like passion slash greed that you do. <laughs> greed. <laughs> oh man, see, I, this is the difference between you and me. I I look at it as to what's good for a whole lot of people, not just myself. I want is that every, it? I want the pie to continue to grow. You know, so what, that I everyone's was, piece can get bigger. I was yeah, I I came prepared to sit down for today's show and truly say that I missed you, Gordon, and mean it. But I don't <laughs> think that can be true anymore. Oh, please. Thank you. You and this, I'm for everybody because it's not about <laughs> I, me. I've been saying that for, for years, for and yet you, you refuse to believe it because it says a lot about the way you think. Anyway, <laughs> how long has Austin been gone? Uh, one day. <laughs> yesterday or today? Yesterday. He left this yesterday? Is, this is day two. Well, he didn't go anywhere. He's doing oh, like a staycation? A, yeah, he's doing like home project week. Oh, is he? So, yeah. So you Would just you rather you, be here? You just got back from the 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 Falklands or whatever they were called. The Falklands. <laughs> yeah, and, the and, Brits won that war. And they? Austin's uh, at home, you know, uh, remodeling his house. Can I have a question? I have a question. Is that what he's doing? Really? Hey, Austin, I got a plumbing problem. If you could come help me with that, get Austin over there to, tight, to tighten that valve. <laughs> This time it's just as bad. I got a running toilet that um, that the, the the you know the little rubber thing at the bottom that covers the hole that uh, it makes it fill. The Are tank those the, fill up. the technical terms? Yeah. The uh, well that it won't seal properly. Oh. So I know the problem, but I'm not sure that I'm qualified to fix now, it. Now there is a hardware store. Quite close to you. Yeah, and but these, how do you know these, what kind of? Do you, do you try tear it out and take it down and say, "Hey, give me the." That's usually the way to go. Yeah, because that's that's usually the accurate way to get the size and you know product that you need. But yeah, mm-hmm. the toilet Could the you, toilet is a is a pretty common thing. Would you mind coming over to my house after the show and yes. doing that for me? Yes, I would. <laughs> I offered it to one of my son-in-laws. I said, "Hey, I'll give you ten bucks if you can fix that problem." Nobody. Tell nobody him budged. ten bucks. You said, "Hey, you don't. You don't ask. You don't offer. You don't negotiate. You just be like, hey, guess what? Guess what you're doing today?'" <laughs> okay. Come on, Gordon. This is what I'm talking about. You've got a built-in labor force living at home. Yeah, yeah. I still haven't mastered that. No. But uh, but anyway, yeah. It, the weird thing is, it runs on and off. It'll r- run for a minute. Uh, run for fifteen seconds, and then it. It doesn't run for 15 seconds. So it goes there's back and forth. So something's going on there. And I can't there's there's out. also this magical thing. This is for you or your sons-in-law when it comes to these types of uh, of home projects. Uh, like, is there something online that YouTube you is a pretty useful <laughs> is a pretty useful thing because it turns out that that people have similar problems with things like toilets, and so mm-hmm. okay. yeah, they'll they'll throw up a kind of to dos that are that are by the way carefully edited to be very helpful. Uh, <laughs> That's a, that's the thing. Huh? Yeah, that's that's a big thing. <laughs> okay, all right. Because last time I had a plumber come out, it was like a hundred bucks, and all I had to do was tighten a screw. <laughs> that one, that one was on you. 
Because you could have, you could have, I think, done that plumbing uh, detective work yourself. Yeah, probably could have. Oh well. Well, it's good to be back. It's good to see you. Thanks for. Did you come home to that plumbing problem? You come home to a, no, a, no. a flooded oh, yeah. basement? No, I I came home and I noticed that it was happening, but uh, somebody else in the family had gotten home first and used it, and that's when it started. I'm glad it wasn't that way the whole time I was gone because, you know, I mean, water is scarce, right? You don't want to waste it. Do you remember what happened day one at Manland? What to remind me? Uh, a lot no. of things. I, I was that was going to be an inside joke with you and me. I don't need to, to revisit the story. <laughs> there was an issue. Yeah, kind of similar. <laughs> this I felt, wasn't. I felt really the toilet bad. didn't plug up and overflow. Yeah, yeah, this that, was just a, a seal problem inside the tank. See that that might have been the issue at Manland. Oh, the, really? The, the plug and it felt really really bad for the person that that did it. Day one. All right. In a house we were all living in. Yeah, well, everyone but me. I came home. I came home. Yeah, every you day. cheated. Oh, I had other responsibilities. You right? did not. <laughs> you just didn't want to do it. Oh, I, yes, I, I was a, there. I, I was. I was part of that process. You realize I, you I can't my, BS I, me. I had because my other I, job. I had to do. Stop it. Stop it right now. Thank goodness I never had to sleep there. I show up there, Ronnie Brewer's in there playing video games with who? Lloyd? Who was it? Well, I don't even remember. I was there, but I was not playing. <laughs> Might have been our guy, Gunther. Uh, but, yeah, you know, uh, the great Gordon Monson would never stoop <laughs> to to such a, 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 a circus-like radio promotion. You, you, are, you are just playing this totally wrong. I, 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 I am not. I showed up. I was there for a good portion of the You were day. there for the show and then bounced. <laughs> It was a good idea. It was kind of fun. It was fun. I did stick around after the show for a little I, I hope we never do it again, but it was fun. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, what do you want to do here? Should we? Why don't we go to break? We got a locomotive and let's, We'll get into free agency coming up on the other side. Uh, we'll get Gordon's thoughts on uh, what happened yesterday. Uh, Mike Conley re-signing, or at least that news breaking. And uh, today... They add Rudy Gay. So we'll get Gordon's thoughts on that coming up next. It is the big show live from uh, uh, the Utah Jazz Team Store. Locomotive number 59 rolling by. Summer League tonight. More next, 97.5 and 1280. I've come to talk with you again. This is The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson, presented by Big O Tires, with the lowest price on every tire every day, with no credit needed financing options available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. It's The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, broadcasting live from the team store here at Vivint Arena, getting you ready for Summer League, which starts tonight. I want to remind you about our friends at SNS Roofing, your locally owned roof repair experts for a free quote and for all of your roofing needs. Call SNS Roofing. Uh, band of the day today is Simon and Garfunkel, uh, selected by Gordon and brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. Any particular reason, Gordon, or it just felt right for the day? Uh, I was just listening to Simon and Garfunkel the other day, trying to point them out to my couple of my kids uh having trying to have them appreciate 
I, this is the way it started. I, I said, hey, listen to the, the album Graceland. Well, that's Paul Simon. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And so we listened to that, and then I said, and then he was a part of a duet, duel, du- whatever. And uh, so let's listen to a few of those songs. And so, I don't know, it just brought back good Which moments. did you select to play for them? Uh, played uh, The Boxer, played Mrs. Robinson, played, uh, 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 what's the one, Secrets of Silence, what's that called? The Sounds of Sounds Silence. Sounds of Silence, yeah. All right. Played that one. And a couple others. All anyway. right. Okay. Well, hey, I'm digging it. Uh, that's uh, brought to you by Live Nation Concerts, as I mentioned. Um, and then let's get into the split story of the day brought to you by Sound Sleep Medical. Do you snore at night or are you currently using a CPAP machine to treat sleep apnea? Sound Sleep Medical can improve your life. Visit soundsleepmedical.com. Uh, the Jazz uh, busy today, Gordon. They sign Rudy Gay. It's a two-year deal, the second of which is a player option. It's going to total around $12 million. It's uh, the Jazz using their taxpayer exception. Uh, we talked a lot about that yesterday, that the Jazz still had at least a move to be made or, or they could utilize that, and they go out and get a player who I think, uh, you know, Rudy's been in the, in the league for a while now, but he's certainly versatile when it comes to, uh, you know, play big, play small. He's, he's uh, useful shooting the ball. And and should be, um, he should be useful to Quinn Snyder and the Jazz. Exactly, he is. He's what he's part of what they were lacking against the Clippers, and like you said, he's a 15-year veteran in the NBA, but six foot eight, 250 pounds, and can play three different positions. And he's gonna be able to shoot, yeah. and he shoots well enough that you'll have to pay attention uh, to where he is on the floor, which of course is uh, is important. 34 years old, does that – I mean, he his career average is 16.8 points and f- nearly six rebounds. And last season, in like 22 minutes a game for the Spurs, he averaged 11.5 points and nearly five rebounds. So he's a, he's off a tick or two, but not, not terribly so. Well, you know what he is, Gordon, is he's smart. Because he was um, – I don't think Rudy ever Rudy Gay ever made an all-star team. I'd have to go back and look. But he was probably pretty close there for a few years. You know, I think it's some of those Memphis years. And, um, you know, a, a player who, who was a, a very good NBA player. But as we age, his body changed a little bit. You know, as that sort of thing happens, do you adjust to being a role player? Right. And he, he's done that really well. He, he did that in San Antonio, played for Popovich for a long time, probably shows he's pretty coachable. He's adaptable. He's adaptable, and those I think are are all really good things. I mean, think of of Vince Carter and Tracy McGrady, Gordon. Those two players came into the league around the same time. They were both on the the Raptors together, right? And um, Tracy McGrady had a lot of great years, and then when it started to leave him physically, what happened? He was bam, like out of the league. Vince Carter played for thirty five years or whatever it was, because <laughs> as he got older. He turned himself into a role player and figured out a way that he could stay in the league for a long, long time. And I think Rudy Gay's done that. And I think that's useful because the role he plays, the Jazz need. Yeah, he can play the three, the four, or the five. And and don't you don't you remember a number of years ago there weren't there rumblings that the Jazz were interested in Rudy Gay back in the day? I think there's been some interest there. Yeah. And so now they get him, and uh, they don't need him to be a star. They need him to play some defense and to uh, be serviceable at the offensive end. And he can do those two things. And so, yes, are the Jazz better for having him? 
I I say that they are. And he played, like you said, he played in Memphis with Mike Conley for, what, six, five, six years, something yeah. like that? And so Mike is very well aware of who he is and how he plays. And and we know the Jazz have connections with the Spurs, and you know, there was probably a conversation there. Uh, at very least, he needs to come in and play the backup big. He small needs, ball? Probably going to be the guy who spells Rudy, and they're going to play small ball and, and really dial up the offense uh, in those minutes. But unlike Derek Favors, you can play him with Rudy. So are there... Are there lineups where you have both Rudys out there on the floor at the same time? Because I, I think that those can be impactful. And maybe you can create some mismatches because he's going to be bigger than some guys that have to chase him around there on the wing. So I, I think it can be useful. Um, he can be useful in a couple of different ways. And that's key to the whole thing because some people will say, well, is he redundant with what uh, Bogdanovich gives you? Because he can shoot. But – the versatility factor is greater. Well, there's need for multiple Bogdanoviches on a team. He's a a you know versatile wing player who can shoot. There's there's need for those types of players on on any team. Um, so there's I don't think I don't know if it's possible to have duplication there. I guess is my point. Uh, but where it is possible to have duplication is possibly at the at the big. Because you can really only get away with playing one big anymore in the NBA. So when one's out, the other's in. With Derek Favors, there was duplication there. When when Rudy, when Derek was in, Rudy had to be out. They Derek, they couldn't play together. And Derek wasn't good for the Jazz in the way that a Rudy Gay can be good. Well, he's it, got skills uh, that that Derek, as nice as he was and as cool as he was and mature as he was. He, he couldn't do certain things uh, that Rudy Gay can do. Well, and vice versa. I mean, yeah. Rudy Gay is not going to be as good a rebounder as Derek was. Probably not going to be as good on the defensive end as uh, Derek Favors was. So, you know, certainly not going to be the shot blocker yeah. uh, that Favors was. So, I mean, it's it's one thing for another. I, I think when he does play the minutes of the big, you're hoping that you can play that kind of five-out style where it's just bombs away, you know, where you're making threes, you hope, at a clip where – it doesn't matter how much defense you're playing on the other right. end. Because right. I don't – yeah, I mean, I think they they came up with as close to a Rudy carbon copy and a backup big with Derek, Derek Favors as you're going to get in that role. And I think it was maybe a little bit redundant. They certainly were paying Derek Favors too much to play just right. that role. Right. So as much as we love Derek Favors, this is more in line with what you pay yeah. a backup big. Yeah. I would agree with that completely, and the fact that he can play the other positions too. So you get uh, sort of a double-barreled bonus right. Right. there with him. So I'm not going to say he's a great player, but he's serviceable, and he can help the Jazz in an area where they need some help. This this makes sense. It would surprise me if this turned out to be Jeff Green or Ed Davis. That would surprise me. Oh, Jeff Green's busy with the Nuggets now. Man, that guy did not – he just did not work here. <laughs> but he's never worked anywhere he's been. He's never been <laughs> well, on a team more than a year. year. <laughs> <laughs> he moves every year. But what the Jazz are doing in this offseason is exactly what they wanted to do. Right. I mean, what they felt like they needed to do, and they were, they're doing it. And so, yeah, this is – I think the Jazz are pretty happy with the way things have turned out thus far. Now, the only other thing, really, that could happen is a, a trade, and certainly Joe Ingles' name has been bandied about. And I don't know whether the Jazz will dig into their core with an additional move or not. Obviously, they fill out the roster with some minimum guys, and uh, 
but uh, this is about what we expected them to do. Uh, is it shocking? No, but does it need to be? The Jazz are close, man. They had the, the best record in the league last yeah. year. Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, I want to get your thoughts on Conley. Coming back, uh, three-year deal, $72.5 million. Uh, we don't know officially. It depends on whose report you believe, but that right. sounds about right. Um, what do you think, Gordon? I know uh, from our conversations before you went on vacation, uh, you thought this this was the move the Jazz would do and needed to do. Now that you've seen the numbers and it, it's playing out, what do you think? It's about what I expected. Uh, Mike Conley is going to be very well remunerated for what he does for the Jazz. It's a pay cut for him from 34 and a half down to but not to much. 24 and a half. I yeah. mean, at his age. Uh, but I think it benefits both sides. Uh, I think it seems fair to me. Now there are a lot of people out there go twenty four and a half million for <laughs> how old, Mike's what thirty three is he thirty four is he thirty four? Um, that's a lot of money. Well, it's less money than Chris Paul is going to get, and he's not the player that Chris Paul is, but he's pretty darn good an all star. So the Jazz had to do that. They had to do that, and that fits into the what the equation I was building before saying the Jazz are doing exactly what they wanted to do. They knew they had – I talked to people in the organization, and they all said that Mike Conley was a necessity. That was job one. They had to get that done. They've said they got what they wanted out of the draft. It, it seems like we'll have to wait and see about that and see how that turns out. And now they address their versatility issue with a veteran player. So they are following the course – that is, I think, a, a good course to take because, like we talked about, they're not that far off. And, look, it takes luck to win an, uh, a, an NBA title. It takes good fortune. I mean, look, look what happened with the Bucks. you know. I mean, Kevin Durant's toe is on the line, you know, so the Bucks survived that. Or the Raptors, you could maybe yeah. talk about the same thing. And then the injuries that happen, yeah. all of that. So the Jazz are just tweaking what they have, which was very good before and uh, I think it's it's more adaptive to what their needs were than they were as they finished the season. I don't. Uh, I haven't seen a ton of grumbling about uh, Mike Conley's contract out there. Granted, I haven't really looked for it, but I well, haven't. Dallas, I, I haven't seen it. But, but Dallas wanted him. Who else? Well, well here's, but it? but here's the thing. Nobody nobody should complain about the total dollars per year. I mean, the only, again, the only one who has to complain about that is Ryan Smith right. because he's going to have to pay the tax bill on top mm-hmm. of it. So, you know, that's that's a bummer. But nobody should complain about the 24 and a half or whatever. It's the three years. It's it's not that the it's iffy. not the per per year. It's the three years. You know, where is he at um, in that third year? Because but but here's the thing. That's what the Jazz had to do to get him to come back. Right. I mean, that was, in a sense, there saying, here we go, Mike, we're going to take care of you is we're going to give you that third year because we, you know, know at 37 the odds that you're going to be a $24.5 million player are probably not that high, but we're going to take care of you now because we need you here and you play a big role and we feel like we have a championship window that's open. So it it, it makes a lot of sense, but anybody, nobody should be grumbling about the 245 I'll listen to somebody grumbling about the three, but I don't think they really had much choice. I agree with everything you just said, Jake. And look, what ha- what would happen if they hadn't re-signed him? Oh, they would. They'd be well, a middle of the road Western Conference. Think about everything team. they gave up to give him, get him in the first place. Yeah. So that all goes out the window too. And so, yeah, so it was it was really important for them not to take that step, two steps back. Uh, and, and I think this 
puts everyone involved, all the players, the coaches, a little more at ease that everything's going to be okay, that they have another shot at a solid run. Uh, and that would not have been the case without Mike Conley because, like you talked about, the money situation was such that there was no way they could replace him. No, nope. and they could that replace money, him with something. With something. No, but, but not, that money would be gone. Right. It's not like you could take that dough and spend it on a different player. That and like you said, gone. the only person that's really penalized by it is is Ryan Smith because he's the one paying the bill. But un- unless unless he completely falls apart, and there is the health issue. I, I, but Mike Conley seems like a conscientious guy who's not going to just pack it in and say, "Okay, pay me, I'm done." Well, you have to take the risk. They didn't really have a choice. Yeah. I mean, they kind of made that choice when they traded for, for Conley in the first place. So Agreed. I mean, the, there's, the smart move was to do it, and it's the right team-building move, and it'll leave the Jazz in the position that they are. I, I think without Conley, they'd still be a playoff team, but they're not going to be the one seed again without him. That's, that's well, got, for sure. They've so. got three all-stars on this team. Right. And then they added in Boyan Bogdanovich. And, and, and when Rudy it worked, Gay, it really and, worked. Yeah. I mean, this is something – that is putting the Jazz in, in the running. Yep. And uh, otherwise, they would not have been. So Jazz fans should be pretty happy over the last 24 hours. Uh, Gordon, uh, elsewhere around the NBA, real quick, just uh, while we're talking free agency, um, the Lakers have been busy today. Well, let's start with this. Steph Curry agrees to a four-year, $250 million contract extension. Uh, I think the, the Warriors are going to give him whatever he wants, whenever he wants it. Which is probably the smart thing to do. I agree with that completely. But Carmelo Anthony signs a vet minimum deal with the L.A. Lakers, as does uh, Malik Monk. Uh, interesting that uh, the guy Jordan liked more than Donovan Mitchell basically just signed a one-year vet free agent deal with the Lakers. But <clears throat> outside of Malik Monk, the Lakers uh, appear to <laughs> want to put together uh, you know, an all-star team circa, what, uh, 2008? <laughs> so what do you make of the Westbrook deal? Oh, it's terrible. Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. What a, what a dreadful deal for the Lakers. But here's the thing, Gordon. I don't know if Now there's Vegas. The Wizards have them as, like, the, the number one no. uh, choice for a title yeah. that, this I next mean, season. Okay. Whatever. Is that because that's what they think people are going to think? That's, uh, people are going to bet that way because uh, it's, you know, these three big-name guys. But, but here's the thing, Gordon. I don't know if you felt, followed it this, this closely. But there was a report that came out right before the Westbrook deal that said the Lakers were moving Kuzma and Harrell to Sacramento in exchange for Buddy Heald. Mm -hmm. And then, honestly, like 10 minutes later, Shams came out and said, no, 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 this is the deal where they included another player in Contavious Caldwell-Pope and draft capital to go to Washington for for Westbrook. Buddy Heald would have been a way better fit than Westbrook, and they would have had to give up less. But, I mean... It said the Lakers focused on Westbrook. That's what the Lakers wanted. Translation, that's what LeBron <laughs> wanted. So they had a deal lined up that would have been, that honestly would have made the Lakers the favorite in the West, in my opinion. Buddy Heald is exactly what that team is missing and is a borderline all-star himself. And a young player, let's not forget about that. But they trade for a ball-dominant dude that can't <laughs> shoot. They can shoot on occasion. No, they can't. Every once in a while. He plays hard. He does play hard. That's what you always have to throw in there about Westbrook, that I do appreciate that he plays hard every second he's out there. And he's a good teammate. You listen to people talk about uh, you know, him after having played on the same team. They, it's overwhelmingly positive. But I don't 
I don't think the way he plays is very efficient. I don't think it's meant for the modern game. And the analytics nerds will tell you he's a negative impact player on the floor. And you're every every minute or every second, every dribble he takes is one that LeBron isn't. Well, maybe LeBron doesn't want as many dribbles anymore. Every dribble he takes, every shot he takes is one Anthony Davis isn't. <laughs> uh Maybe the influence of those two players could uh, could rein him in a little bit. But then he's not the same player. Like, his game isn't built for a stand in the corner and shoot. It's That's built not, on chaos. It's built on him having the ball. <laughs> and getting triple doubles. We'll see how it goes. I think Malik Monk is a steal, though. I think he could contribute, but whatever. We know you think the Lakers are going to be unbeatable, but no, what, what do you think about that deal, Gordon? You love it. I'm, I'm torn on it. How? Uh, because I, I, I think uh, Westbrook can be a very difficult player for a team like the Jazz to contain. Um, Let's not other- talk about the Jazz. Let's talk about overall. He is a uniquely talented athlete. That's it. That's it. That's all I got for you. So you're 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 the reason that the Magic Vegas predicting wizard is because uh, <laughs> you, know, you as you, you know I don't bet on sports. Get money down there. But I, what I am saying is that he could present problems on occasion for certain opponents, and I think the Jazz are one of them. Okay, I'd still take the Clippers over them next year. <laughs> Okay, well, all right. I, I he he's obviously a capable player. He's just not your kind of player. Apparently, he's LeBron's kind of player. An extremely high usage guy that can't shoot the three, but is happy to take them. <laughs> he can take some pressure off LeBron, so LeBron doesn't have to be ball dominant every time down the floor. I think at this point in LeBron's career, he probably welcomes that. Besides, he's busy with his production company in Hollywood. Okay. All right. We'll see how it goes. I'm not saying he's a great player as far as, okay, now the Lakers are going to win a championship. I just think it's it's another problem for opponents to, to deal with. This coming from the guy that thought they should change NBA rules because it was so unfair that the Lakers signed Andre Drummond. <laughs> well, okay, but that was yesterday. Today is today. <laughs> Change the rules. <laughs> Completely unfair to the rest of the entire league. Well, did, did you see today that the great Andre Drummond signed with Philly? It's like a one-year deal to yeah. back up Joel Embiid. All right. Well. Game changer. <laughs> Title, next stop, Philly. I didn't Philly. call him a game changer. He said they should change the rules. Well, he said it was unfair. I, I was kind of. But, they, but I wasn't. that wasn't a comment so much on who Andre Drummond was. Yes, it was. We got in a huge argument throughout the whole show because I told you he stunk, and you were like, nope, change the rules. It's completely unfair. He's one of the best players on the planet. I did not say that. Stop it. I wish Austin were here because then he could remind you of exactly the type of discussion that we had. If it ain't recorded, I didn't say it. (laughs) That's exactly my point. We could remind you in a a variety of ways. All right, we'll uh, we'll get to more coming up next. Uh, Stay tuned. We are live from the Jazz Team Store here at Vivid Arena. Bowler is stopping by the top of the 3 o'clock hour. Our friend Mo DeKill uh, will be with us at 4. Nigel Brown of the Pac- oh, excuse me, Nigel Burton of the Pac-12 Network at 4.30. Uh, it is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 12.80 of The Zone.
This is The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson, presented by Big O Tires, with the lowest price on every tire every day, with no credit needed financing options available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. It's The Big Show, Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh... Answer me this, Gordon, real quick here, and then we'll, we'll, we've got some college football stuff to get bowlers dropped by at three. Why does the sport of boxing inspire such great art, I guess? Because, because the stories are interesting. The best sports movies are about boxing. <laughs> that song's about boxing. Have you ever heard Hurricane by uh, Bob Dylan? Wonderful song. About Hurricane Carter, why does why is it is it something about the like the personification of the human struggle or whatever? I mean, it's yeah, I it, so. like what is it about boxing that inspires such great stories slash like music? Well, a couple of better stories that I had a chance to write happened uh, both in L.A. and here about boxers, and their their backstories are are oftentimes really interesting. And then for all the reasons you just talked about, um, and the people I know who are who kind of specialize to a large degree in boxing, covering boxing, they they say the same thing. They just say the narratives are just off the charts because a lot of these fighters come from backgrounds that are they're overcoming adversity and they've had to. Uh, face their challenges and and, uh, and then they have you know the sweet science is, is very it's a difficult sport to participate in and everything's sort of on the line well think about it raging bull yeah at least one of the rockies cinderella man yeah. uh what was uh what was the 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 boxer one best picture where uh, she died oh yeah what am i thinking what is it was it Southpaw? She was no, left-handed. What no. was it called, though? It was it was with what's her name? Um, I know the movie you're talking about. Million, Million Dollar, Dollar Baby. Baby. Megan yeah. nails it. Yeah. Million Dollar Baby. Great movie. Mm-hmm. Like there's all these great the, the Fighter with Mark Wahlberg. There's all these great boxing movies. There aren't that many great basketball movies. I don't know if there are any great basketball. Hoosiers is pretty good, I guess. I mean, there aren't really that many great football movies. Even the football movies we love aren't really good movies. <laughs> We love them anyway. There's some good baseball movies out there, I'll grant you, but not as many as boxing. No, boxing does the story. It's the story, Jake. Yeah. And there are a lot of them. So anyway, it, it inspires stuff. Like that That was about Jake LaMotta, which is about the, the boxer Simon and Garfunkel. It's the same guy who they made Raging Bull about. Yeah. And a lot it's of the story. Consider- I think you're on to something there. It's, it's, it's the story. And then it's such a, a physical way of overcoming. It's very easy to digest. You know, yeah. you can see the winner of the fight or actually in Rocky. I think what's charming about the first Rocky is that he loses. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think we, we nailed the answer to your question. Okay, All right. I don't know. I just always wondered. That. You even liked the one that, that, what was the one we said before million dollar baby Cinderella man. Oh, great movie. Russell Crowe. I mean, it wasn't great because of him, but it was a great story. I'm just surprised because you said he I like some rough Russell Crowe movies. One. He was in one good movie, He's been L.A. In, Confidential which or whatever. He was good in that movie, and that was a good movie. Cinderella Man was a good movie. I don't think it was good because of him. And what about Gladiator? Good movie, not because of him. Oh, 
man, you are so wrong on that. So wrong. What's the one with Jennifer Connelly? Terrible movie. Great movie. Terrible movie. What was that thing called? Like a beautiful. You don't mind? even know. A beautiful mind. A dreadful movie. I'd never watch again. I'm really starting to worry about you now. Really. But anyway. All right. Well, I didn't know you had such a crush on Russell Crowe. I just thought you liked Les Mis for those, some reason. Those are great movies. I, great movies. Movies, maybe. Great. Great Russell Crowe performances? Okay. No. L- let me throw this out there to our listener. Jake and I have had this argument so many times. This is almost like Bowler and and and, and me arguing about John Stockton versus Magic Johnson. Was Gladiator a great movie? And was Russell Crowe's performance great? Will you please answer that at Gordon Monson, at Jake Scott Zone? I have got to, we've got to bury this once and for all. Because I think most of our listeners are going to agree with me that it was a great movie and Russell Crowe acted great in it. What a fantastic character, Maximus. You know, the thing is, like, even if I thought that that movie was great, once upon a time, it's definitely those that the steam has really come off of it because it almost turns into a caricature of its own like self. And when you watch it again, it, it really is cheesy. A caricature of itself because it's, there's been so many imitations it's afterward. Really cheesy when you go back and and watch it like for the fifteenth. And I think Russell Crowe in A Beautiful Mind was fantastic. I thought that was a just a terrific movie. It wasn't. Megan, do you, you see those two movies? Is he right or wrong? Yeah, yeah, you can see that's probably the smart move. Megan says she's not getting into it because she doesn't want to make you feel bad, oh, which I understand. Okay. I, I understand. You're sitting right here, and you're a very nice person, and I wouldn't want yeah, to make those, you feel bad either, except are, for it's kind of my job when it comes those, to movies. Those are two of my favorite movies. I know. And, and I think the performances were spectacular. I know you do. I know you do. And, of course, the line at the end of A Beautiful Mind is one of my favorite all-time movie lines ever, ever, ever. You are my reason, all my reasons. Then you thought uh, Keanu Reeves got robbed for his performance in Speed. How the how the Oscars not notice that? I did not think that. Stop it. Will you please, please contact us at Gordon Monson at Jake Scott Zone. Let's settle this once and for all. Was Russell Crowe great in Gladiator, and was Gladiator a great movie? If you want to throw in a beautiful mind, too, then please do so. Uh, Let's see. Matthew here I I think is a pretty good assessment. He says, Gladiator, great movie, but I'd say more for uh, Joaquin Phoenix, who actually won the Oscar for that performance. Well, it was. He was very easy to hate. I mean, that was a good acting performance. (laughs) You are so, so twisted in this regard. All you're doing is being ornery. How am I being ornery? Because you're, you're doing this on purpose. No, Joaquin Phoenix was great in that movie. And, and Matthew uh, points out he's exactly correct and was rewarded with a with a, an Oscar Please for keep, the effort. Please keep them coming. I need more response than just from one person. Because you're not going to come around until the, the, the masses force you. I think, uh, you know, some of the extras that got decapitated in the gladiator scenes probably had uh, better performances than Russell Crowe. Well, the one guy with the shiny mask, he was creepy. But you're right. Joaquin Phoenix was just, oh, you just wanted to punch him in the mouth, didn't you? The whole time. 
We're next. Bowler jumps on with us. I'm uh, right. He's wrong. We're here from the team store at Vivint Arena getting ready for Summer League. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.